This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week is part five of our Inner Child mini-series, where we are going back to basics to help you understand the foundational teachings related to the inner child, inner child healing, and inner child work. If you are interested in this subject, we have a huge back catalogue of long-form inner child teachings on our YouTube channel. So if you'd like to delve a little bit deeper, I will put a link in the show notes to our inner child playlist. So this week we are reviewing some simple inner child exercises that you can use to help work with your inner child and to help it heal and grow. Okay, David, so before we begin to do any inner child exercises or inner child work, is there anything that you recommend to your clients in terms of the how they need to prepare themselves or the sort of environment they need to get themselves into to do this work? What I would recommend is you take your time and you try and find the thing that suits you. For me personally, it's meditation, sitting quietly, calming the mind, dropping the shoulders, taking a breath. But I know for some of my clients, they find that very difficult at the beginning because of their busy mind. So if that's you, then perhaps try going for a walk as on, as on your own or doing something like listening to music or, or doing something that's, that's slightly, as one of my clients likes, baking. So doing something that gives you something to do. So the answer to that question is everyone is an individual. If one thing doesn't work, oh, I'll give you another one that a lot of clients like is writing. They like automatic writing or writing a journal, and they would do that as on a night time or on the morning. So that's another one that's very popular. So the answer to the question is you find what suits you. Now, here's where a lot of people go wrong. They try one, it doesn't work, and then they stop trying. So if one doesn't work, then just keep on trying. I've given you four or five there. Think of one yourself. One way you can just be more focused on what you're thinking and listen to your own thoughts. Yeah, exactly. So to remove ourselves from the immediate busyness of everyday yeah, life, yeah. even if it's just for 10 minutes yes, a day. Yes, yes. That's, a, that's a good point, and I always recommend this to the, to the clients. At the beginning when you're doing this work and you think you hear what we're saying, think, oh, this is something I want to try. What a lot of people do, they go at it too much, too quickly. <laughs> they, they'll sit there for an hour or two hours. No, no, keep it 10, 15 minutes. And what I would want to suggest is try and finish what you're doing, the session that you're doing, wanting more. You know, so kind of say, okay, that's enough for today. And, and think there's a little bit more left in yeah. the tank. You and know, we'll, me, we'll pick up this, we'll pick up this tomorrow. tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. So that. So rather than sitting there for hours and hours and hours and everybody gets bored and fed up and you're tired and the thought of doing it again tomorrow becomes like yeah. a kind of a the worst case scenario. So always try and leave it with 
that you're excited about, well, that was really good today, then say, okay, well, it's going to stop now and then we'll pick it up tomorrow. So, and again, it's about having, putting ourselves in a peaceful environment that we can begin to really tune into this inner conversation. And I'd like to say on that as well, though, is the value in yourself to give yourself that valuable time away from the kids, away from a career, away from social media, (laughs) switch your phone off, you know, away from everything and just put yourself in a kind of a different place for that 10, 15, 20 minutes. I would say 20 minutes to the max. Don't go over, over that. But at the point that you are just can give yourself some valuable time that you can appreciate and be with yourself. And we can even do this by 10 minutes in the morning if we wake up early or 10 minutes if we go to bed earlier. You Just setting the alarm, having that little bit of extra quiet time that's built into our daily routine. Well, I personally find that time as in, as in the morning, that quiet time when it's perhaps still a bit dusk or dark and and the house is quiet. I find that a very va- valuable time to do to do mm-hmm. this work. So we've got our time set aside. We are in an appropriate environment where we're not going to be disturbed for 10, 15 minutes. Now, these inner child exercises that we're going to run through now, they it's all about building trust with our inner child that we perhaps have been ignoring for a very long time. These exercises are all about cultivating our listening skills and also encouraging our inner child to open up to us for the first time. And from a Taoist spiritual point of view, what, what we're trying to do is to identify the separation that we've created in, in our mind and bring that into a oneness. So that is what we're trying to do. So rather than shunning that part of the mind away, maybe calling it a demon or a devil or and like uh, negative and giving it and giving yourself really negative self-talk it's for the first time just trying to first of all identify that part of your mind and then slowly bring it together in a oneness so there's no internal separation because if there's no internal separation there can be no internal tug of war or fighting so that's the process of coming together so david what we've done is we've we prepared a series of affirmations and questions that you can use to begin this inner child work journey they're really kind of helpful prompts which you don't have to stick to exactly you can try them out see what works what doesn't adapt them to suit you and your inner child. That's very important, mm-hmm. Alex. They're just prompts, they're just ideas. Don't think you have to follow them word for word. If we give you an idea and you don't like the wording, just try and understand what we're trying to say and then find your own wording. In fact, I would prefer you to find your own wording. That would be a better idea. So call these more inspirational, yeah. just inspiring you say oh I know what they're trying to say I wouldn't say that this is what I would say and that is the best way to do it okay so we'll begin with some affirmations because I think it's good for us as the mature adult parent who's now about to speak to our inner child to make some positive statements to the inner child and can I say before we start Mm -hmm. the word affirmation means affirming what you believe to be the truth. Do not give wishful thinking. 
So when you make these affirmations from our suggestions, make sure that you believe they are the truth yeah. and you would say this to your physical child. Yeah. Don't go, well, this is what I wish would happen or I don't really believe this or I'm half-hearted or somebody else would like me to say this. Mm. Be honest with yourself. Remember truth, honesty, and integrity. Be honest with yourself. If you can't quite say what we're saying, then find a statement that you can believe in and then you can develop it. And you can develop it, yeah. Absolutely. So if you have any kind of inner resistance, if you get any kind of red light emotions about any of the words we use or any of the terminology, you please adapt. And then as David said, this is not set in stone as you progress with your inner child journey. You can change the wording, That's you can right. change the questions. And if you do get that resistance, it's a very good way just to stop and say, okay, so why? And golden thread again, you see. Yeah. So why am I getting resistance yeah. here? Where is this coming mm -hmm. from? Okay, so the first affirmation that I know many of your clients find really helpful is to say to your inner child, I know I've ignored you in the past. I'm listening to you now and I want to hear you. So why is that important, David? This is so important, Alex, because so many of my clients, the inner child screams and shouts and is stuck giving them questions and they just see it as a disturbance. They just see it as an irritant. They just shut it down. They see it. I use these words and I use these words purposely. I see it as some kind of a demon, a devil. I often hear my clients say, it's like the devil sitting on my shoulder. They see it as hypercritical. They, they, they see it as not something they want to talk to, but something they want to run away from. Remember in the last video, we talked about the wave, they're running away from the wave. This is when I'm talking about turning into the wave and walking into it. So now you're saying, you're right. You've got a right not to trust me. For many years, I've ignored you because I didn't know. I, I didn't have the information. I didn't know how to address you, but now it's changing. Mm -hmm. And there's the integrity. If you say something, it, you have to follow it through. This is the main thing about this. Don't say anything in these affirmations that you do not believe to be the truth. You are affirming the truth. So the second affirmation kind of relates to what you just said, David. I will no longer judge and criticize you. I love you unconditionally. Absolutely. What a wonderful thing to say to your child because you're saying you love yourself. You create an amazing feeling of love. My goodness, what a wonderful emotion love is. And you're so easy to create it for other people. Even your pets, you can create a feeling of love. But do you take the time to create that feeling for you? And that part of your mind believes that you do that because there's something wrong with them, because you're so quick to criticize them, to judge them, to compare them to other people, to always be on top of them, to be worse sometimes of some of my clients. They're even worse and harder on themselves that their parents were. They treat themselves worse, not better. And that's why that second one, but again, do not say it unless you believe it. Mm. And then the third one is really to say, I understand what you are experiencing now or in the past was confusing and painful. I want to help you understand. 
Oh, that's so powerful for the inner child because one of the things all inner child believes is no one understands. No one has taken the time to educate it. And that's why sometimes I call this process an education, an emotional education. It seems amazing to me in our society in general, we teach our children math, English, science, we don't teach them about emotions. We never sit down and no one ever taught me about emotions. I had to find this way, the self, like you're doing. And so to acknowledge your child, to acknowledge that part of the mind has got some very important lessons to learn is an amazing feat of acknowledging yourself of not lying to yourself, of not saying, how many times have you said the opposite? How many times have you said, I'm not good enough? You know, when you say that, the inner child is thinking you're talking to them. How many times have you said, I can't cope, I'm overwhelmed? The inner child thinks you're talking to them. And how many times have you said, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I have no value, the inner child believes you're talking to them. So acknowledging them for the first time, just those three, mm -hmm. that, that may take you a week just to go through those three and, and deal with all the offshoots that the inner child gives you. And so once we've done that, and as you say, they might just be as part of one session we have with our inner child, or it could be over a period of a number of days, we now almost set the scene to begin to have a conversation with the inner child mm -hmm. to encourage the in a child to open up to us. So now we can move on to the, the questioning stage, if you like. Mm -hmm. And really, to begin with an open question that we are now asking ourselves internally, we're, we've connected to that part of our mind, the inner child, and we can simply just say, what would you like to tell me? That's a wonderful thing to do. And again, this is drawn from experience. So many of my clients will, when they open up to the inner child, they tell the inner child what they should be talking about, and you reverse here. Remember the flip? You ask the inner child what they want to talk about. And you'll be amazed the first two or three. It won't be important. It'll just be some, I don't like the way he looks at me. I don't like the way this happened. I don't like what happened today, what happened, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't like this. And just go through those. Because if you do that every time, what do you want to talk about today? you'll see very quickly it will go down and it will start talking about childhood, parents, schools, being bullied. It'll talk about all those things. But don't rush it. Don't force it. Remember, it's a child of about six or seven or eight. And this is why the metaphor of the inner child is so powerful. For those of you, I'm just smiling because this was my son, for those of you who've got children, how many times have they come home from school and you say, well, what did you do today? And they go, nothing. And that's your inner child will act in exactly the yeah. same way. So you have to give them space and you have to give them time. And even they talk about not the important things that you know are not the important things, answer their questions on what they want to talk about. And as we said in uh, two weeks ago in the part three of our inner child series, the inner child will often also start with the emotions. It wants to tell you about its emotions. I'm feeling really bad. I'm feeling really upset. I'm really hurt. I'm really angry. I'm really frustrated. And so we need to dig a little deeper. And so the next question 
to us the inner child is why why do you think or believe this what what's going on here and dig into beyond the emotions exactly so as you quite rightly said i'm just repeating what you said so the inner child when it's got your attention or when it's thinking there's something different now it's going to test you mm-hmm. now it's going to give you a test now it might even actually give you a feeling a feeling of tiredness you mentioned mm-hmm. that i think last time the child can make you feel very tired and very kind of, oh, I can't be bothered or it's too much trouble. And you've got to not respond to the emotion. Now, if the inner child says to you, I feel, I feel scared, I feel vulnerable, I feel frightened, I feel this, I feel that, remember now you're really into the heart of it very quickly. So you can say, what is it that you think or believe creates that feeling? Now, the inner child will then start to say, well, it's not me that creates it, they create it. Now you can do yeah. the inner child work. And we've got yeah. tons of videos. <laughs> now you're talking to them. Now you're in deep conversation with them yeah. because they'll say, well, it's not me. It's the way they looked at me. And then you can say, oh, okay, so how did they get there? Like I do on the videos. Okay, could you explain to me how they transmit emotions in, as into your body? And the inner child will give you all his... And then you, you're in deep conversation with them now. Deep conversation. And we, in the part three of this mini-series, so if you look back a couple of weeks ago, David went into a lot of detail as to how you have this deep level of conversation using David's golden thread process, internal self-inquiry and questioning technique to move from the surface-level emotions through to the kind of immediate incident, down to the root cause, the root beliefs, which is what the inner child is struggling with. Exactly, and part of this model is what you said, and it's so important, genuinely interested. So don't blow and puff and be fed up and think it's taking too much time. Be genuinely interested in what they're saying. So if they say, no, I don't create the emotion, they create it, genuinely interested. Oh, that's interesting. So... How do they create an emotion and transmit it to you? I'm interested. Now, the inner child, then you'll see them. Now they've got to answer that question. Then they might give you a feeling. And then you start to understand how your communication with the inner child can change and can to improve as you have more knowledge and more understanding. But the answer to this is, how do I speak to my inner child? You are now in deep conversation where, as with your inner child. And so when we know we are coming to the end of our session time that we've kind of allocated, we may not reach the end of the conversation, no. and, but it's almost like we want to, if it's appropriate, if it feels appropriate and our inner child is okay with it, just to almost park the conversation and say, you know, that was really helpful and yeah. um, we'll revisit this tomorrow. We'll pick up where we left off tomorrow. And as I said at the beginning, it's always best to do that with the inner child engaged and wanting more it's like a child you see so if you let it go on and on and on and on it'll tie you up in knots and so some of my clients will set a timer for 15 minutes and they'll go oh the timer's just gone now sweetheart again i'd always recommend you i've said in the videos call it a pet name sweetheart little one son okay so we've come to the end of our time so we'll carry we'll carry this very interesting conversation on tomorrow and this is what i sometimes say have a think about it Mm. 
You have a think about it. Have a think about how they transmit emotions into you. Because I'd be interested. Perhaps I'm wrong. You tell me how it happens and then leave them at that. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea to mm. leave them with a question to kind of think about. And this is because it's it's almost leaving them with a promise. We're going to pick up on this question tomorrow. And I'm genuinely interested to hear your thoughts on this. I sometimes say that to my clients, you know, that because on my sessions, they can record it. And I say, OK, well, I'm going to leave you with this question and you can speak. Think about it so I'm not trapping you or embarrassing you or not showing you up. You can have a think about it and you can talk about it tomorrow or the day after. So how do they transfer emotions? How does somebody send emotions through the air, through your skin and bones and into your tummy? I know you're feeling it in your tummy. I know it's very intense. But how does somebody else send it across to you? Mm. Exactly. And so at this point, when we're bringing the inner child conversation to a close, I think it's also now important to make a few more affirmative statements yes. of reassurance to mm -hmm. your inner child. So we have, thank you for speaking up and letting me know there are important life lessons for us to learn together. Yes, wonderful question. Life lessons to learn together. Not you've got to learn. We're doing this together. Remember what I said at the beginning, coming together. When you're phrasing your own words, always think about oneness, together, teamwork, working together, not, oh, you've let me down today, or you didn't answer these questions like very well, or you, was a, or you were very naughty today, or I'm fed up of you, because when you use those words, you're separating. So everything you should say should be together. I thought we did well today. I, ho I hope you enjoyed that. And think about that thing about transmitting the emotions because I'd be very interested in what you say tomorrow. Yeah. That together. And then a final affirmation, which really <clears throat> confirms what you've just said, this kind of teamwork, is you can trust me. I am here from, for you now. We are a team and nothing can separate us. Wonderful thing to say. Nothing can separate you because that's the truth. Nothing can separate you from your inner child. Nothing can separate you from you. So we want to break this emotional separation that you've created and bring that separation into a oneness and to let the child hear that, that they have got somebody who's got their back, who's looking after them, who's going to give them time, is going to listen to them, is going to answer their questions. That's a wonderful thing for your inner child to kind of go, at last, <laughs> at last, I've got somebody. I've got somebody now that I can ask these difficult questions to. And they'll go and find the answer for me and we can discuss it and I can disagree and we can have that conversation. And that's coming together. In Taoism, that's called the oneness. And that's what I'm trying to teach to make the Taoist teachings applicable and apply to you in this modern world where we have so many pressures of emotions and challenging situations, but the principle of oneness, of being true to yourself, of living with integrity, is still as strong now as it was 3,000 years ago, because you are unique. Never forget that. Never forget there is no one in the universe like you. And so this process will be unique to you, these are just inspirational ideas for you to develop and work out what works for you. And as Alex said at the beginning, 
be happy to change. That's what Wu Wei means. If you think, mm, didn't like that word, didn't let change it, change it, change it. If you're a member of our Facebook community and there's over 5,000 people there now, put some ideas in and let what other people say. And you might get a word off somebody else. Oh, I like that word. I'm going to try, uh, try that and feed back in to what works for you and what didn't work for you. And that's how you develop this strong, unbreaking relationship with your inner child. Brilliant. Thank you, David. And if you're interested in learning more about our inner child affirmations and inner child questions, we have a couple of long-form teachings on both of those. So I will also put a link in the show notes to those as well. So next week, we are discussing the issue of when we first start to do this inner child work and our inner child starts to come out, it can churn up a lot of uncomfortable and painful emotions. So my inner child is coming out and it's really hurting. What's going on and what can I do? So that's what we'll be looking at next week. If you have enjoyed this week's teachings, please do let us know and perhaps share it with someone else who you think may also benefit. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.